Your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome to another Rope Drop on Deck. I'm Doug McKnight. I'm here with Michelle McKnight. And Michelle, we are back from Disneyland. We are. We had a good family trip. Yes, and after Disneyland, I went on a cruise. Well, we'll define that today and kind of see if it really was a cruise or not. Was it a cruise is the question of the day. The Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, was it a cruise? We'll find out. So before we do that, I invite you to go give us a five-star review. You leave a five-star review. We will read it on air. And now let's get to the word of the day, Michelle. The word of the day, the definition we're looking for is cruise. So here's a good definition. A voyage on a ship or boat taken for pleasure or as a vacation and usually calling in several places. So like porting at several places. Yeah, lots of por- calling yeah. so is I like mean, Nassau. You call on Nassau. So I mean on this, if, you know, a voyage on a ship, it was a ship. It was a ship. Was it a ship? Is it a ship? I don't know. It was, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll uh, We'll define. It as we go so was it a cruise so we define cruise it's kind of what i expected it to say huh and now for some cruise news check out back to the for all your cruise info on dcl staterooms menus lots of pictures right michelle does he have stuff about the star cruiser i don't think so maybe i'll twist his arm and get him <laughs> to put some on there joe you need some star cruiser info to really be cruise dcl all around here so all right, news of the week. It's kind of a slow week news news week of exciting cruise news. But we're going to talk about a little Royal Caribbean press that they released that they're going to spend close to $50 million in just cleanup operations at Paradise Island so that they can build and construct the Royal Beach Club over the next two years. So they're dropping $50 million just to clean up that little piece of property, the property where so many others were concerned about how is it going to impact the environment. Well, let's describe this piece of property where it's currently filled full of decaying old structures, boat docks sliding into the sea, and a wide variety of non-native plant species that have taken over the lush bohemian plant life in that area. So, Atlantis was all concerned about how Royal was going to treat the environment there. Well, here you go. They're f- spending $50 million to clean it up. And it was a disaster. It's currently a disaster. It's not a gorgeous piece of land. So, they're going to clean it up before they build. Michelle, thoughts? I mean, that's good. I mean, I'm sure Atlantis is saying that basically because they know they're going to steal some of their people. Maybe. Possibly, you know. No one's going uh-huh. to go to... Some people aren't going to go to Atlantis because... Now they have a new option with Royal Caribbean. That's why Atlantis was going, hey, right. but um, the environment. Right. Because they had no other argument to make. Yeah. Other than, hey, our money. I mean, obviously there's not going to be like, you know, slides and, you know, swimming no, with dolphins. it's just a beach club. Yeah. but uh, It's really nothing like Atlantis. It's just really close to the ship. But I'm sorry, with the expansion of Nassau's port and the increased size of ships, there's a little piece of pie for everybody. Chill out, Atlantis. Chill out. Okay. Okay. There's our news. Now I'm going to turn the show over to the host, the interviewee, or er, interviewer. You're going to interview me about my time on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Michelle, take it away. So Doug just returned from his second voyage on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Why don't you tell the listeners 
kind of just a, a brief description. Don't go into everything yet. Okay, but a brief back. description of what it is, who did you go with, and why did you think you needed to go again? Okay, what it is is a two-night voyage into the world of Star Wars. Yeah. Is that what you're looking for yep. answer-wise? Okay. okay. And I went with, the first time, I went with Derek of Rope Drop Radio. And then this last time, I went with Derek again, but we added three more members to our crew. We added Nate Bishop, Ryan Alexander, and Kent Mullins. There okay. you go. That was the crew, the Rope Drop crew, or the FOW, the Friends of Walter. Okay, and why did you think you needed to go on again? Because it was awesome. Okay. It, it was so much fun. You become part of the story. There. I don't. Did I answer the question Yeah, accurately? you actually did. Yes, this okay. is our second take, everyone, because Doug <laughs> answered all my other questions with his first answer. Yes. So this is second take. Anyway. We're going to talk about reasons why it's like a cruise. Yes. So we're going to kind of go one by one. Um, the first thing, arrival time. So on a cruise ship, you know, that actually sails on the water, mm -hmm. this so, has an arrival time. Yeah. It, it starts boarding at 1 p.m. You can't arrive before 11 a.m. If you arrive right at 11, you stand in line outside for an hour and a half. You go through security. Then you stand in line inside until 1 on the dot. Like, the ship's ready to depart, and it can't be any earlier. Not like a hotel where you just show up willy-nilly, and your, room, your room, room may or may early. not be ready. No. <laughs> this is much like a cruise, except it's so small. It's only 100 rooms, so no need for arrival times. Because, let's be honest, if you had arrival times for 100 rooms, that's crazy. Yeah. And your arrival time, I mean... You know, you're supposed to show up at 1. What time did you show up at? We pulled up at 11.01. We were the first people there. Uh, shortly after we pulled up, the next people pulled up, and then the next. A lot of people got there about 12.30. Um, there was a backup just to pull in. They're very slow with the security, very slow with the shuttle to the ship. It's almost like tendering to get on. I will say that. It's very similar. The Because you take a shuttle out into space to board... The, the star cruiser and um yeah so we it's if you're not at the front of that line you're outside a long time after one so you're gonna spend time in that line to get on whether you show up at 11 or you show up at one it's gonna end up being the same amount of time standing in a line so you might as well be the first people on and we were the first people on so okay there you go okay and what about your rooms? Would you say that they are like a cruise room, or what would you say? So it is uh, compact, like a cruise room. They utilize space like a cruise room. It is not big. I had bigger dorm rooms in college. So there's a fake window um, that looks out into space. I mean, it's so real. So there's no right? choices on, like, balcony or... You can't have a balcony in space. That would be bad, I think. Um, what if so, you had a balcony and they like had an enclosed balcony? Like oh, kind of like yeah. um, mm -hmm. um, celebrities, Royal Caribbeans, Royal Caribbeans, yes, virtual Royal, balcony. Virtual balcony. I was thinking like you actually go out in it though. Yeah, with like a glass bubble that you could look out. And that's space. just really a bigger window, right? So there's a window that you can open and close at night. You have to close it, or the window will be very bright. And it's like an inside state room once that window closes. It's dark. 
Um, they make the pictures look very spacious. It's Obviously, not. I haven't been on it because I'm just not that big of a Star Wars fan. I've seen most of the movies, although recently I have not. I haven't seen the last few. You've seen the last few. There hasn't been a movie okay, for a while. I haven't seen the cartoons. You haven't seen like <laughs> the, the Mandalorian and I or yeah. Bad Batch yeah. or Rebels. So I'm just not that big a Star Wars fan. So it has no interest to me, but um, obviously Doug is, so I let him To go. be honest, you don't need to see all of the animation and the TV series to understand and appreciate it because you're interacting with characters that are new. They were created for the Star Cruiser. You just have to enjoy fiction. No, I have to enjoy Star Wars plot, drama. Right. Back to the staterooms. It's small. There's bunk beds. How many people can normally fit in a... I'd say it's comfortable for two. (laughs) So the queen bed is great. The main bed, great. Doug slept in that the first time. Yeah. If you're a couple, that's fantastic. If you have two kids, also fantastic. There's two bunks. But if you're putting four adults that are coming from four different places... A little awkward. Three is kind of the limit there. Um, Unless the you bunk don't beds, care about sleeping with people, right? That's fine. Yeah, that's you do you. The bunk beds are not big; they are very enclosed, and the only thing harder than that mattress is the floor. They also come with sleeping bags. First time we did it, they had sheets and blankets on the bunk beds. Now it's a sleeping bag. Sleeping bag also doesn't unzip all the way. I was like, I'm gonna use one as nope. It's a sleeping bag. It's so weird that there's not, like, actual mattresses on those. There's mattresses. It's just rock hard. Yeah, but, like, the cruise ship mattresses are better than that. Oh, yeah. There's not. Yeah. it's. And those, I mean, they're not amazing for those pull-down bunks, but. I will never know. They're better than that. Yeah. Um, there's also a five-person room. Not that I'm trying to sell this because. Um, you can't sell I it. I can't sell it's it. It's done. We'll it's get, over. Yeah. Neat. We'll get that. get to that. Um, but there's also a five-person room where um, a, a kid could sleep on a, like, Murphy, like a pull-down Murphy bed. There's also a couple suites, but there's not very many of those on board. So your most of the rooms are going to be your standard room. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And yeah. then there's the bathroom. The bathroom is spacious. It's very nice. Um, can I say the one thing yeah. about the bathroom mm-hmm. that so on a cruise ship, you know how you always have to close the the lid to the toilet to flush it. Most, I kept doing they that. They might not. You want to explain? If that? you go on a cruise, you have to close the lid to the toilet and push the button, and it goes. <laughs> vacuum sucks everything away right you don't have to do that on the galactic star cruiser it's a regular toilet on earth but even Doug though did. you're in space i kept doing it until i was called out about it like why do you keep doing that um yeah middle of the night for someone who hasn't been on a cruise they were like what are weird. you doing just a habit so that tells you how much i felt like i was on a cruise i was closing the toilet okay what about dining did you have a specific time that you went Yes. Is food included? Yes. Much like a cruise, we had assigned dining times. There was an early and a late, and we had an assigned table. Grant, they didn't tell you your table number or anything like that. You checked in, and they took you to your table. But we sat next to the same people each night. Um, They were at both of our tables each night. You were at the captain's table? We were at the captain's table with the same people. We were at a giant table for 10 on night one and then we did the captain's table night two and the same group of people that were at the big table on night one were also at the captain's table also the table we were at on night one was right in the front right in front of the show and fantastic so if you do captain's table one night my guess is you always get that front row table for 10 now you did captain's night two on the last one did you do captain's no we sat off in the corner far far away like in a galaxy 
Yeah, we had a horrible seat. Your table kind of looked like what we got on The Wonder when we had Tiana's show. Yeah, it was fantastic. We're right up front. Got to see the live entertainment. It's Cruise. They brought on a galaxy-famous performer. Gaia was there to regale us with her vocal musings. Okay. She's fantastic. She belts it out. It was really neat. Now the captain's table. That was an extra charge, right? Yeah, it was upcharged. So it was kind of like doing specialty dining within the main dining hall. Or like a chef's table within a restaurant, yeah, maybe? Yeah, yeah, So the chef came out, talked to us about each course. We had a couple extra courses on like the main course. We had a little extra like lobster added to it where all the other that people gross. around us. The lobster looked gross. You know, it was a thing. Um, the rest of the people around us did not get said lobster and the other like there was this one test tube thing. You had to like drink really fast. It was a lot of different weird flavors all mixed together. Not for Michelle. No. And how are they? You have a food allergy. How are they with your allergy? So the first cruise, they were horrible in with 20, my allergy. In 2021. And I was hungry a lot on the cruise. This time, it was a lot better. They simplified some things on their menu because they make things look funny to say it's from space. Right? So they put like at the lunch buffet, there's this peanut butter and jelly that is green, like all this green powder on it, and they, it was cashew powder, or no, pistachio. pistachio. My bad, pistachio. In 2021. In 2021, and it looked just the same this time, and when I was talking to the chef, I'm like, oh, I know I can't eat that, and he was like, oh, wait a second, let me show you this. And they're flipping through the little book, the three-ring binder of food and every ingredient in it, and he's like, look, pistachio-free now. They just used some food coloring on some dust instead. Probably cheaper as well, but also... You know, people with certain allergies were then free to eat it. So I actually did really well um, with my allergy. There was lots I could eat, plenty of options. I don't know how well they'll do for vegans. They have a few vegetarian options mixed in there. Not sure about the vegan options, but I'm sure they're doing much better taking care of that now than they were a year ago. When I went the first time, I expected DCL level service. And I did not get it, and I was very grumpy and opinionated about that. Yeah, I was kind of surprised you wanted to go back. It wasn't all about the food. So, And I I ate a lot of second lunch and pre-dinners before, thinking they might starve me at the dinner. And then I just ended up eating a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay, moving on. Okay. Excursion. So cruises have excursions. Yes. You did have an excursion on this. We have a port day. And just like any port day, it starts at the buffet for breakfast. And you go to the buffet, and it has this weird mix of smells like bacon and sunscreen. And you get that feeling on the Star Cruiser as well. You don't go to the buffet ever on a port yes, day, I Michelle. Do. Hardly ever. Yes, I do. Well, but you know what I'm talking about. a lot of the, cruises. The, the mix of, like, sausage and bacon and eggs in the air and sunscreen. It's a very unique smell. there's no sun on the Star Cruiser. But there's sun and Batu, two of okay. them to be exact. So... It has the same vibe. We go, we were the first people on the first tender um, because you have to shuttle in. You go to Batu, which Batu is the Star Wars area of Hollywood Studios at Disney World. And we have missions we have to complete because you're you're playing a game the whole time. Are we going to get into that later? For what? What do you mean? The game part of it, the missions, the storyline. That's the most important part. That's nothing like a cruise, though. Okay. okay. I mean, you can elaborate on that now if you want so, to. So the whole time 
there's a story going on and you interact with the cast members and the actors and you get like sent on little missions you, you have a data pad basically your cell phone and you have to do different things and then it builds throughout all two days and then the last night there's like a big all the storylines converge fancy show you also go to secret meetings leading up to that like I got to see what I'm gonna say is a hologram an actual real hologram it is happening not a fake one like you see like Ray and Rise of the Resistance this is legit like Yoda hologram spoiler sorry so Yoda is somewhere else and he is transported via hologram yeah Yoda wasn't there talking to me but yet he was okay do you have certain hours that you can be on Batu? So we got off at about eight ten, and you, it, all aboard is four p.m. We were That's back. That's a long day, and there's a lot of people surprisingly going on the Star Cruiser that have never been to Batu. Okay. It's been open since 2019. People, you call yourself a Star Wars fan? Go to Batu. I mean, in their defense, no. Yes, they dropped the money on a Star Wars two-night cruise, but they never went to check out the Star Wars land in the last four years? There's I, no no defense. I mean... These, these people that they have made custom-made um, Mandalorian armor and haven't gone to Batuu since 2019? You know what I mean? I'm not... No defense. We I harassed them. Deservedly so. Did you go in 2022 or 2021? Oh, 2022. Do I keep saying 2021? Yes. yes. Years are hard for Doug. Sorry. Sorry. Side note. Side note. Scratch out all that other <laughs> that okay. we said. My bad. Um, was food included in Batu? Yes. You get a, a meal credit. Uh, you can mobile order at the restaurant within Batu, which is Docking Bay 7, or you can mobile order at Ronto Roasters, which is a horrible use of a credit because it's not as expensive. So I got like the most expensive stuff I could get, which was the roast beef, basically, and an alcoholic beverage. Okay. It was almost $40 worth of... And that's that's a new change. You, you cannot order any... You can't do more. Yeah, you used to be else. able to go yeah. other places and use your credit. Like Pizza Rizzo's would have been where I wanted to go eat for sure. <laughs> um, but they it only works in Star Wars land. Yes, and so you used to be able to use it the day after. I and got then, rid of that loophole. And then you took the shuttle back to the ship. Yep. Once we completed all our missions. And you can go back at any time. You just anytime. wait for the next. You shuttle. wait for the next shuttle. It's just like a tender, back and forth. Except this tender is really cool, really cool compared to normal tenders. How do they know that you're allowed to be back on the ship? Like, how do they know you're not just a Star Wars? You're wearing a donkey. fancy pin, right? That's the first thing. And the other thing, you have to scan your magic band, or M-band, as they call it, to actually get back to the shuttle area. And you get a special magic band when you go on the ship. Yeah, shuttle. that you can only get by going on the Star Cruiser, so worth it. So now you have two. I have two. Woohoo! And he wears it everywhere because... All the time. That's just... Well, you, it's exclusive. Yet, you've yet to wear your Disney Plus band I got you. I wore it... At, I wore it on the day before the Star Cruiser in the parks, actually, That's for the first weird. time, and it annoyed the heck out of me because it vibrates all the dang time when you're just walking around. Magic Band Pluses are stupid. <laughs> I said it. It's an official statement by Doug. Okay. 
other things to do on board. I mean, I, I realize there's a whole storyline, you know, and different things you do, but do they have things like a cruise ship would, like trivia, match your mate, things like that? Yes. Yes, they do. So they had a game called Sector Set. It was essentially bingo. All right, and there was some trivia. We missed that. Because Star Wars trivia, it's not... Because, like, when you're there, the trivia isn't about Star Wars, right? Because the you're in Star Wars, so they can't ask you, like, in Episode Four, Luke met Han Solo where? Nobody knows that stuff, right? They're not going to ask trivia. They ask you trivia, like, what planet is inhabited by the Wookiee species? Because you're within the story. So you can't be asked what you would think is normal Star Wars trivia. It's, you're within it. So another thing, like the gift shop in, on the cruise ship, doesn't have the word Star Wars anywhere, or Galactic Star Cruiser anywhere. It has the name of the ship. It's the Halcyon. So you can get a little model of the ship, just like you can get on a cruise. You get a keychain that has the cruise line logo, the Chandra-La Cruise Line. The same logo. So it's like a cruise line store. Does the model of the ship look like a plane building? No, it looks nothing like okay. what it looks like on that. That's a, weird. It looks like what it, the artist's rendering, like if you're looking at a, the Star Cruiser. It's a star yacht, really. Yeah, so the gift shop's cool. Then when you leave, your last day you when you're disembarking, outside is all the merch that says Galactic Star Cruiser, Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. And what about Match Your Mate? So Match Your Mate. Um, it was called Know Your Co-Pilot. I was sitting there minding my own business as one does on the Galactic Star Cruiser. And this dude, one of the blue shirts, there's a bunch of blue shirt cast members, and then there's the actors. One of the blue shirts asked if me and my co-pilot, my roommate, Kent, or Walter, as he was going by on the show... Because you're a character yourself. You develop your own backstory. I was from Felucia. I'm a Rancor dentist. It was a thing. Anyway, um, they came up, asked if we wanted to uh, know your co-pilot. And I was like, um, you, like, we're not really, we're just roommates on the ship. And they're like, yeah, we think you'd be great. Which they're right. We were very entertaining because we were in character. Um, but we are up there with three other couples that had been married for decades. And we won. We won the match your mate game. I got pictures of it from Derek and everyone. So yeah, the the questions weren't like you do match your mate um, on Disney. It's adults only, and there's some spicy, so to speak, questions. There is no spicy questions. I it would was, hope not. It was the middle of the afternoon, and there's probably kids running around. <laughs> yes, there was a few kids around. I will say one of the best things they've done from our first voyage in 2022 to this one was eliminate the fact that you can have lightsabers open on the ship. You can only have lightsabers open in training and for pictures. Because when we went in 2022, there was just kids hitting everybody with lightsabers, and I I was close to snapping at times because they were annoying the heck out of me. So the no lightsabers thing, bravo, Disney. They got it figured out just in time to give it the hacks. Yeah. All right. Did I answer all that? There yeah. was other very cruise-like things, though. There's ship tour, you know, where they talk about the design of the ship, blah, 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 just like they do on the Disney ships. Is And there was uh, alcohol tasting, just like on a cruise ship. It's that sort of thing. 
So leading into that, oh, yeah. was there any other bar? Was it just one bar on the ship? Or? There's one bar. Keep in mind, it is only 100 rooms, and most of them are double occupancy. So you're talking like 200 people And some were kids. Some were kids. Um, I will say there was a three-year-old that outlasted all of us in the bar both nights in a row. He was a peach to be around on day two. I'll just say that. You wonder what he does at home. I, they didn't really parent is what they... <laughs> if, like, I, Speaking of parenting... It's midnight and your kid's running around the bar. Speaking of parenting, okay. there are no kids clubs, though, on this ship. No, but they do have some more organized activities for the kids than on my first voyage. The Loth Cat Crew... And, like, they had a droid, like, racing thing where they had a whole bunch of the little droids from Droid Depot. The parents have to stay around. They're supposed to. Yeah, they're supposed to be there. Yeah. And there was a few other things. I did not look into everything that the Lothcat crew did because it wasn't just in my schedule that I had. It was You had to get that elsewhere. So they have the kids more entertained. The first cruise I did was probably the first cruise with more than like four or five kids, and they had no idea what to do with them. And it kind of got disastrous at times. There was not nearly as many kids on this sailing as there was on that first one I did, which was great. I'm not sad. Could have scared them off too, so. Could have. I was, I mean, Kent was scary. He would have scared them off. There was a few we had great interactions with, some like, you know, 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds. That would talk trash to us, and we'd talk it right back. And the, what about entertainment? Like, was there, like, a comedian? Was there... We know Gaia was on there. Gaia is the entertainment. Um, and you come back after dinner for that, or no? No, that's okay. during dinner. She's okay. a dinner show. But there's also, like, the captain's toast, reception stuff in the atrium. 90% of things happen in the atrium that are scheduled. Do they call it the atrium? They call it the atrium. Okay. It's a cruise ship. Disney cruise ship. Disney cruise ship. It's not the Grand Hall, wish, looking at you. It's the atrium. Um, lots of things happen in the atrium that aren't on the schedule. That's the thing. Uh, shenanigans happen. Uh, you're boarded. And the First Order impedes your voyage a little bit. So you go down the path of whether you're against the First Order or for the First Order and do some different things and big twists and turns in the finale. It's emotional. Teared up a little the first time. Okay. You see, Ray? that's why I am not. Why I'm not I, doing it. I, I tear up at everything, but I cannot imagine. Oh, I think you could have. I think you. I think you could have. It, it's a lot like I. I did some. It was the old Fremont dinner train here in the Omaha area? So some, you know, mystery dinner theater. I did that when I was in high school. A lot of Christmas parties. And um, it's a lot like that, but for two days. And so you get to know the characters really well, and it's pretty fantastic. If you have questions about how to go down a certain path, message me. I won't get into the details here. Probably not on Rope Drop on Deck. Why not? Okay. It's all about That'll all be Doug answering. I will not be answering. Last thing I have is kind of like a cruise ship. You're leaving time. Do you have a set time where you need to be out the door? No. There's a th- there's a hard end, yes, like off the ship by, but it's not quite like DCL where they're like, you're eating breakfast at 6.15, you're eating is at 6.45. Is it a buffet? It's a buffet breakfast. Um, you go, everybody looks tired and haggard and hungover, and you eat your food and then get off. We we um, went eight, at 8 a.m., got back to the room, and like all the blue shirts are up there knocking on doors 
if you weren't up by 8.30, they're knocking on your door, getting you like, hey, uh, let's get a move on type of thing. So just like a cruise ship, except you don't put your luggage out the night before. Because once again, 100 rooms. What do you do with your luggage while you're at breakfast? I just left it in my room. Oh, I went back okay. and got it. Gotcha. L- literally, it's three floors of rooms. So, I mean, and they're ha- like, it's yeah, not complicated. So ways that it's not like a cruise then? Um, I don't have to worry about motion sickness. That's probably number However, one for you. one time, after the alcohol tasting, the ship did <laughs> rock a little. I'm not going to lie. Did you not learn your lesson with the alcohol tasting on the on a, the Disney Fantasy when we went? I gave one entire drink to Kent. So I thought, felt like I did pretty good. So you drank the other ones? I drank two out of four. Oh. We they're little. Like they're sick. undersized. The third drink I had some of, but it was awful. And nobody was taking that. Except maybe Nate. Nate liked it. Nate, Nate, yeah, he... He drank that bitter stuff. Whew. Um, but yeah, don't have to worry about motion sickness, right? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure if you miss the last transport back at 4 o'clock, pretty confident they could get you there because <laughs> it's literally a hotel sitting there. There's no ocean. Uh-huh. Um, There's no watching the drunk people come back. Yeah. The other thing, it's the buffet at lunch, the dinner, two seatings of dinner, but there's no like counter service option or late night pizza or anything like that. They do have snacks out about the time dinner hits. So the people late dining can have snacks. When you're done with your first dining, there's snacks out um, just in one little spot. And like popcorn, Chex Mix type of thing, little cookies, nothing too crazy. But there are snacks. Um, there is soda, but it's only in the dining hall. So, like, if you want it later at night, you kind of had to ask, like, hey, can I go get some Coke Zero? And they'd hook you up. Um, They would do that. But there's not, like, a soda fountain outside of the dining hall. That would have been one thing I would do differently. Like, if you got soda from the bar, it would cost? Or there was just wasn't soda? I never even asked. I There has to be soda because you mix stuff, right? You got to have Coke and Diet Coke there, minimum. But I never asked. Um, I had enough Coke Zero flowing through my veins and that was okay now i'm guessing there that's a lot of alcohol that could be consumed because you have mainly adults on this mm-hmm. is there a drink package like a cruise no no drink package like a cruise so taking right after dcl okay no real drink package the the drinks in that bar um the hyperspace lounge no sublight lounge hyperspace is on the wish yeah <sighs> don't mix those two hyperspace bad sublight good it might be the best bar on property You've been to a lot, let me tell you. I've been to a lot. Okay. But I'm not really an expert on alcohol by any means. Like when one, like two and a half drinks makes the, I can feel the the ship shaking. Now, could you carry on alcohol or do they limit that? You can carry it on all you want. All you want. Um, Yeah, you can bring on alcohol. Kent did. He enjoyed it thoroughly. Is there a pool? No, there's no pool in space. There is, however, um, a climate simulator room. <laughs> do you have any idea what that is? I do. That's like a... It's, it's like a, a room without a roof. Yeah. And it's like, we can experience what our excursion at Batu will be like tomorrow type of thing. Yeah. It's also when somebody starts to have a panic attack, which I hear, according to my um, friends that work there, happens on every cruise. Someone, after that first jump, because you have a big... Um, you do a muster drill and then there's a big like, um, welcome 
and they count down, you jump to hyperspace to make the first leg of the voyage, and they've said almost every time someone after that has, like, panic attack, claustrophobic, I need air, and they go to the uh, climate simulator to get that fresh Batuian air. Okay. Yeah, that's a thing. Anything else you can think of that's not really like a cruise? Not like a cruise. Like really different? So you do the bridge training. That's a scheduled event where you learn how to operate the bridge. You learn how to shoot the weapons, how to grab things, run the shields. Yeah, we don't learn how to drive a ship. No. So you do that. That's one of the things that everybody does. And then you do a lightsaber training, which, I mean, would be like signing up for one of the sports things or something, right? There's other activities on a ship you can do. Um, but the lightsaber training is amazing and awesome. I hope they find a way to take that technology and put it into Batu. Maybe after you're done with Sabi's workshop, they're like, hey, 50 more bucks. Come train with it. It'd be worth it. Um, that's nothing like a regular cruise. There are no crafts. You do crafts on a regular cruise. You learn how to fold towel animals. There's no towel animals. It's crazy there's no crafts. Crafts, something the kids especially with do, the kids. Guys. Maybe they did with the Loath Cat crew, Maybe. and I okay. didn't know it. Um, that's possible. But adults like crafts, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, you know, the big difference would be, like, if fake pirates boarded your cruise ship, and then you had to help eradicate the pirates throughout the next 48 hours. But fictitiously... That's what this is like, except the First Order is the pirates, right? Like, So that's very different. Maybe they'll take this role-playing stuff that they learned from the Star Cruiser and like people could sign up for that track of a DCL cruise and maybe maybe they could incorporate a story into your seven-night voyage. I don't know, but that's not like a cruise. But most of the things, it is very cruise-like. On like the TV screen, there's a navigation screen. It shows you where you're at, where you're going, where you've been. Just like on the TV on a cruise ship, which is cool. Because, you know, it's totally real. All real. 100% real. Totally. There's a lot of talk, I don't know, in the Star Wars community or the Disney World community, Uh Disney community, about why they they would set up this like this. Like, you know, everyone's excited for the Star Cruiser, right? And they announced it years ago. Like... What what are the advantages of the way that Disney set this up? Like, I don't think anyone all the way expected the way that Disney did this in the beginning. Right. When they came out and said it was going to be a cruise, everyone was like, what now? Come back. We thought they were building a Star Wars hotel. That's not what they did at all. They built a cruise ship in space. Uh, uh, based off the room, the cafeteria, the, the just functionally, it's built to be a cruise ship. It's not built to be a hotel. Um, I think it's, at first I was like, what did they do and why? And then I booked it and then I redid it again because it was amazing. Because it's, you're part of Star Wars. So it's something very bold, very ambitious. Would the average Star Wars fan have been happy to have a Star Wars themed hotel? You bet you. Would that have turnkey profit money in their pockets? Yes, but they went out on a limb, tried something a little different. And obviously, it didn't get the the numbers they wanted, and that's why it's closing. But the advantage was it was role-playing and fantastic. You don't agree, probably. I mean, I didn't go on it, so it's that's, yeah. I'm, I'm asking I you I think this after this last time, if we had gone with the right people, you would have had a blast. 
you probably have been part of the first order by the end of the trip, but you know, that's that's just how you roll. What so what do you I guess this is a disadvantage, but what do you think what went wrong or or why did it not work? Two things. Two things are responsible. Number one, people see the price point and just look elsewhere. So in cruising, we've talked about how much they've increased gratuities, right? Like Norwegian Cruise Line, like 25% increase in the gratuities. And we talk about why. They don't want to raise that base rate that everybody sees when they're deciding whether to book or not. Because that's where people make their decision is that number. Whether we want them to or not, it's hard to look past that and see value. Uh, That base price scared away a bajillion people right away, right? You had people that you quoted it for and went, no, even though we know they could afford it. They couldn't see the value. The reason they couldn't see the value is the other problem. Disney did an absolutely hot, garbage, dumpster fire of a time promoting this. They went about it all wrong. The only time I saw a commercial in a place that made sense was during trailers before a movie on the cruise ships. Because there you're kind of your audience overlaps. You know you have people that can afford it and you're looking for the Star Wars fans. But that commercial also was so staged and generic looking, like it doesn't it didn't show you that you become part of the story, you bring it to life as much as the cast and crew. And I will say this, outside of cruising, this is the area where the the crew is just like a crew on a cruise ship. They you ask for something, you're going to go find it. I needed a safety pin at one point, and five minutes later, I had a safety pin. You go to a hotel and ask for a safety pin. Also, I asked for the safety pin in the bar to someone that doesn't work in a bar, and they went, I don't know where, and came back with it. Right? That doesn't happen in the Abracadabar or anything like that. No. 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 So, yes, the last voyage is um, September 28th. Yep, got to get it in before the end of the fiscal year. As of right now, all of the sailing dates are full. Mm-hmm. So all Disney really needed to say was, hey, it's ending. Yeah. It would be too bad if they said, oh, sorry. Psych. But people can still cancel right now. Yeah. Um, they So one of the other things that they did in the beginning was they had final payment 90 days out. Like a cruise. Like a cruise. But unfortunately. Pre-pandemic cruise. Yeah. But unfortunately, <laughs> Disney, Disney like Disney World, their final payments are 30 days in advance, and that's when penalties start. Well, this Star Cruiser, 90 days was harsh, and the penalties were harsh. So they really wanted you to get insurance, but really the insurance is just the Disney insurance, so it covers, like, you know, possibly, like, illness, accident, you know, things that you can't travel for that are covered. It's not going to cover if you just decide not to go. Unlike a Disney World vacation that people were used to, where you only have a $200 deposit and, you know, if you don't go five days prior, you get everything but the $200 back. Or you can move the dates. So um, that's one thing that went wrong on our end with uh, as a travel agent. How about you couldn't really even quote it off a website? Well, you still can't. Um, Disney decided that you have to call in to get the quote so um, and to book it, too. You cannot book it on your own. Um, they also required all this um, data... <laughs> All this information, personal information from every client when they went to book it. There was no holds, which is not like anything. Like Disney Cruise Line, you can hold. Adventures by Disney, you can hold. You can't book that on a website, but you can at least hold it. I mean, the Star Cruiser-like booking system was built strangely. 
I'm sure it was built with a purpose in mind, but it didn't fulfill its purpose. So I know that some, you know, sidetracked some people. I know some travel agents didn't want to sell it because it, it was tedious, right? Mm -hmm. um, also, if you needed to change dates, um, that was also tedious. You used to have to email an, a, an email wow. to change. They really didn't want you to call in because it was tedious. Now they've at least, you know, changed the final payments to 30 days. That happened after you paid for this voyage. Yeah. Um, but you could get a refund up till 30 days, so they changed that for you guys. Um, you used to have to add insurance right away, but now you can add it before your final payment. That's also changed. One thing that's strange is that the insurance for Disney World packages is the same insurance for the Star Cruiser. So it's only like $95 per adult to cover, you know, your big cost of this voyage, which... That doesn't make any sense. No. So just random, there's random thinkings of a travel agent there that yeah, different there was, things that they did wrong. There was reasons the travel agents didn't like booking it because it was, they made it difficult to book. And when average person can't peruse the prices and even look at it, it really is a hindrance to selling it. So yeah. They just did a, such a poor job of explaining what it was. They needed more people to go on it that paid to go and then spread the word that it was amazing. And like this voyage, there was five of us. We went from having two people that went on it to saying it was amazing. Now there's five and the guys with us, like, I don't understand how this failed. And like, they listened to us when we said it was amazing, said, all right, I'm gonna give it a whirl. Where lots of other people are dragging their feet, dragging their feet, and now it's gone. They didn't use the right people to market it. No. They used travel agents and they put them on there for free. <laughs> Influencers. Yeah. Influencers that like our kids knew that I didn't. I'm sorry, but my 13 year old daughter is not buying a vacation anytime soon. Yeah. And then they had the uh, the group of bloggers and vloggers, the the yes men, that never say anything's bad. They'll feed them anything. And they'll be like, oh, this is the best cupcake I ever ate, even though they turn around and spit it out because it tastes like dry sawdust. Like there's a group of vloggers and and podcasters even. That never say anything negative about anything Disney. Be wary of them because they're in the pocket. They're getting, they're they're getting everything for free, and so they sign a thing that says they're not going to say anything negative. And when that was the group of people they put on that first voyage to promote it, everybody saw right through that. It was embarrassing for Disney. They just, just dropped the ball in every way, shape, and form to get the word out about what this actually is. And the best thing I can compare it to is. Two days of dinner theater come to life within the world of Star Wars while eating amazing food. The, the food is almost DCL main dining level, a notch below because it's family style. So amazing food, entertainment, and just fun. Just straight up fun. Yeah, that sums it up pretty good. Yeah. So I know there's only a few, you know, select people that still get to do, do these. Um, so congratulations to you if you were able to secure a booking for this summer. Um, obviously people can cancel up till final payment. So, you know, keep trying if you want to catch it. Um, I called in this week to cancel someone and I was told that I could not book on the same phone call to rebook someone else. So stupid. And so, I mean, I don't know if that's the policy today because Disney likes to change the policy, you know, was that <laughs> two hours to, later. Is that trying to keep agents from essentially placing a hold maybe. with somebody's I mean, maybe. name? Maybe, because they said I couldn't rebook it on the same call unless, like, one passenger was the same. So, obviously, it was a whole different person, and I was helping another agent out, but it, they didn't allow me to, so I called right back in, and then they said it wasn't available. So, 
I don't know if someone got lucky or, you know, they maybe just it wasn't didn't release in the it system back. yet. Yeah, maybe they oversold it. I'm just kidding. They didn't. Oof. That would be, there's no extra beds. No wiggle room. No. Actually, they only sell 99 of the 100 rooms. I know that. Mm. They keep the 100th empty in case of mechanical or maintenance issues that they have to move One somebody. One room. One room. <laughs> One room of wiggle. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I hope that uh, kind of tells you how this is like a cruise. It's exactly like a cruise, but it isn't. Yeah, that sums it up. So, like, I felt like I needed my passport. That's the weirdest part is I didn't have to get out my passport and my cruise board. Like, I just scammed my magic band and I was on. Yeah. My M band. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I got yelled at a lot for saying magic band. So, is that it? Is that all your questions? Yeah. Do you want to wrap it up or you want me to wrap it up? No, you can wrap it up. All right. Well, I'd like to thank everybody listening to Rope Drop on Deck. You can find us online at Rope Drop on Deck on all the things except. Sorry. That was my cue. I did my part. I'm, this is, I was done. All our things except. TikTok. TikTok. We are not ticking and talking. So. Hopefully you enjoyed our Is It a Cruise episode about the Galactic Star Cruiser. Find us online, hit us up, leave a five-star review. But until the next time, this has been another Rope Drop on Death.